Hello everyone and welcome to Peacekeepers. My name is Stephanie and today we are going to talk a little bit just about my story. Um, I want to let you all know where I'm at. A big theme of my podcast is being a stepmom and the waves that come with being a stepmom. I have been in this game for four years now. My husband and I have been married for three years now. He is the key that makes everything work, and I am so thankful for him. He allows me to parent his children and our children the same. Um, He gives me liberties within our home that make blending our family a lot easier. Um, Yes, it's, it's so good. It's so good. But as all of you know, it doesn't matter how good the relationship is with your partner or your stepkids or bio mom, there is always going to be conflict. There's a reason for that. There is a reason that my partner and his ex did not work. So of course there's going to be parenting conflict, you know, down the road and at this point. So why we all think that we should, you know, expect anything different is a little bit crazy. Uh, But for some reason, we all would love to live in a fantasy world where everyone just gets along, right? And that just is not the case all the time. So I met my husband literally like days after he signed his divorce. Um, it was it was not that long. Like it, it might have been less than a week. Um, but we met and instantly connected. Um, he was doing a service at my condo that I owned. He was helping with the heating and air. And we really just hit it off, had some deep conversations, even at that initial meeting time. Um, maybe someday I'll share that story with you all. But we really did connect on a deep level. And within 24 hours, of course, you know, we're talking and texting and messaging and all of this. And I asked him if he had children and he's like, I really wanted to wait until we got to know each other a little better to tell you. But yes, I do have two children. Um, I met his children when they were three and eight. And within about a month of knowing each other, about six weeks, actually, I was pregnant So this sped up our entire timeline. This was not my plan. I was in school full time. I was going to get my physician's assistant. I was very aggressive about that at the time. So this really put a damper on my plans, but God had much different plans for my life. And I am so thankful for that. Um, My son was born in July the following year. Fun fact, all four of our children are born in July, <laughs> so that makes for a busy month for sure, but we we do love it. It is something unique about our family. Um, and then within about, well, we got married in September after my son was born, and uh, about a week after our wedding, we find out we're pregnant again. And I had another baby the following July, so 12 months apart. So it was a whirlwind, buying houses, becoming a stepmom, a wife, a mother, going through, you know, all of the things that first-time moms go through as well as stepmoms. So it kind of all hit me all at one time, and 
I really am a peacekeeper. Um, I really am someone who, man, I'm my sign is a Gemini, and I lean pretty heavily on that because I can, I, I'm a go-getter. I can knock some people down and fight for what I want and work really hard, but I can also be that person that literally just keeps the peace and makes decisions to make other people feel better, even though it makes me feel worse. Um, and it's interesting to, to watch this growth just in four years, as far as in the aspect of being a stepmom, just watching everything that has evolved. So initially when I met my husband, um, and his children, when we found out we were pregnant, we already knew before that, that we were going to stay together. Um, I was older. I knew what I was looking for. The only hitch for me was that he had kids. That was definitely not a life that I was looking for. Um, but I do believe that I was created for it. So I jumped in with two feet and had all of the long conversations with bio mom, like hours on the phone and talking about raising kids and perspectives and what the kids needed and how they were doing at dad's house versus mom's house. And I was the primary communicator between them. Um, and we didn't have our first real headbutt until the holidays after we, after my husband and I were married, um, we had a conflict where she stated she didn't want to communicate with me or speak with me. And it was over boots, our daughter's boots. It was very silly. Um, I can honest hand to God say that I didn't say anything aggressive in the conversation. Uh, but this was my first little glimpse into the waves of being a stepmom and how quickly bio mom grabs a hold of control and brings it all back. And how it affects the kids. Because it really affects my daughter. Um, she's now 12. And my son is 7. And these are my stepchildren. And um, they are such wonderful kids. They have made being a stepmom so great. And watching them grow up has really been a gift. Um, I know that I've only been in the picture for four years. But I mean... You know, my son, Matthew, he will hardly remember a time without me. And my daughter, Julia, is so kind. So much of her dad is in her as far as um, just being very laid back, very passive. It's actually hard to get her to talk about what she wants and what she likes because genuinely she just wants everyone around her to be happy. So that is kind of the world I stepped into as a stepmom. But also then I had a one-year-old and a brand new baby all in the same week and became a stepmom the year before. So it was a lot to bring. I thought of this analogy a couple of weeks ago. I was, I've been thinking and prepping about what I can say on my podcast and the direction that I want to take it. And one thing that I thought of, have you all ever been to like Six Flags or Cedar Point to the, the water park section? And they'll have a wave pool. And all these people, like <laughs> scores and scores of people get into this huge pool and then these waves start and they're just little at first and they start rocking you and you're like in the middle of so many people. And if you choose not to have a tube or have a tube, it just, it gets crazy and you start getting swallowed up by waves and you start just drowning literally and you have to get back to more shallow water. And this is what I think of when I think of being a stepmom. There's these moments of like, okay, I can handle these small things that are coming my way. 
I can handle, you know, bio mom being a, oh, I, I, I don't want to use any bad words, but I can use, the, I can handle the conflict, the small conflict here and there, but it always explodes, right? And it's always around birthdays and holidays and big events. And I can genuinely say, I feel like everyone tries to do what is best they feel like for their situation. But I, I, at first I would have told you that our situation was a co-parenting situation because we really did. We talked about what the kids were struggling with and what they needed and what they didn't need. And within about a year and a half of me being in the picture, my daughter was nine at that point. And bio mom had the conversation about getting her a phone of course, under the guise of safety reasons, etc. And this was a pivot point because we have 60-40 custody. And so we get them, you know, five days on, nine days off is kind of the schedule. Um, we split holidays, we split 50-50 summers, 50-50 holidays, all of that. But um, when my daughter got this phone, it is a lot of pressure on her because she feels a lot of pressure to constantly communicate with her mom. And it's getting worse and worse as she gets older. So if I can throw a piece of advice out there, if you can hold off on the cell phones for a while, that would be great. Um, bio mom knows she can always contact her children through Jody's phone, through my phone. Jody's my husband. Um, always has that at her disposal. We never make her wait. I mean, unless we're in the middle of dinner or a movie or something. Okay, yes, absolutely. Or church. Hey, we'll call you when we're done or I'll have them call you, blah, 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 blah. We always are quick to communicate, but she has pulled some stuff in this past year that we have shifted from this co-parenting dynamic to parallel parenting for sure. Uh, we both just, and if you're not familiar with this, co-parenting is where both groups, both parties make decisions for the children together. They try to keep households similar and lifestyles similar and expectations similar. And we really did start off this way, but we have completely grown from that in this past year where it is, it feels like us versus them situation. It feels like it's a constant fight. And that's where this podcast came in for me where I thought, I mean, I used to journal a ton. I used to daily journal. Or when I got into college, of course, I didn't have that kind of time. So I would journal whenever everything just got really big or emotions got big. And it really is a debrief for me almost. And so I kind of want to use these podcasts during these times to talk through what I'm going through, what's happening in our household and why we make the decisions we make. And hopefully it will help other stepmoms out there because nobody's situation is exactly the same. So you're going to have to pick and choose things that I say and how we handle things here in our household and implement them into your own life um, and into your own situation. Because everyone always says, right, what's best for the kids? Always do what's best for the kids. But it's really hard when you feel that the other, that bio mom and stepdad on the other side are making selfish decisions and are controlling the children. And that's what our situation feels like a lot of times. Um, you know, we have asked for 50-50. We have gone to dinner and sat with them and tried to work things out. And, and honestly, in retrospect, anytime we've ever approached them asking for anything, 
Um, Never financial things, always more time with the kids. It is always met with opposition, which is crazy. If you all met Jody, he is the number one, number one father in the world. Like that is not said lightly. He, (laughs) his love for his children rivals his love for me. And he loves me. Um, it's, it's crazy. So to look at this man and, you know, him just be like, Hey, I want more time with my kids. Um, and be told no every single time he's, you know, we've asked for this several times. And I say we, because we are in a situation where we have never operated as I'm a stepmom and he is the dad. And so he handles, no, we really do not separate things that way. We make decisions together. And I think a big part of this came because I was pregnant so quickly and we had our own children together so quickly that we've run our household one way, whether we have all four children or whether we just have two children. Um, And so whenever anything is approached with bio mom or the other side, it's always my husband and I are on the same page. We're asking for the same things. We're talking. It doesn't matter who says it. There's no, you know, it's, it's honestly, it's wonderful between my husband and I, as far as that goes. And, you know, our kids, here's an example. The older children do not go to a phenomenal school. They really don't. It's one of those situations where mom and dad were raised in a really small town Mom pursued dad, dad married mom, and then, you know, had kids, not a great marriage, and tried to make it work, make it work, make it work, just didn't. But they just stayed in that small town and, like, stayed on family land and built a house. And not that there's anything wrong with that, per se, but when you want more for your kids and there's other options for better schools and better sports and things where they can really grow as people and learn valuable things while they are still young and small children. Um, My husband and I live in a different town than Biomom, and we have a far better school in our town. And we have asked several times, you know, can we switch the kids to our school district? And we are met with a big hell no. Like, there, and and of course, we, of course, our only thing we can think is she wants to, she doesn't want to do anything that's inconvenient for her. So she's not going to drive 20 minutes, 25 minutes to take them to school every day and come back. But flip the table, we do that. You know, we drive all the way that way for all of the sports, all of the games, all of the school activities, all of the teacher meetings, everything. Um, We drive that way. And it is a big deal. It's a really big deal when you have a one and two-year-old or an infant and a one-year-old, especially getting started. A lot of that stuff was really hard. Um, And you know, if you're balancing very small children and older school-aged kids, those schedules are not the same. And so um, that's, that's difficult. I got off on a rabbit trail there. But anyway, wanting better things for the kids and you know, just happy to put the kids in the school district that she lives in because it's convenient and she grew up there and she knows everyone there. Um, it's, it's hard to marry the dad. It's hard to be the stepmom because you see how much your husband wants for his children and you can advocate all you want. You can be as aggressive or passive or whatever your situation demands and try to make 
you know, his, what he wants come to pass. And it just doesn't. Um, because the reality is at the end of the day, they are not my children, regardless of how I speak about them to them, raise them, train them. It doesn't matter. They are not mine. And it becomes more and more true the older that they get. And that doesn't change what I do. I say that because that brings me peace sometimes to realize that I just get to have an influence. You know, um, I just get to have a small say in things. And all, all stepmoms know this. Eating. Eating is one of the hardest things, right? Food, what you make, how you make it, how you present it. Do they sit in front of the TV? Do they sit at the table? Can they have tablets at the table? Do they have to eat their whole plate? Do they have to try everything? Are you going to make something separate for different children? You know, those are some of the biggest, not anymore, but those were some of the biggest tension holding situations in my household was food. Even with my husband and both of my stepkids, it was, it was a struggle, um, But I just want to encourage you all that there are ways to rise above. And that doesn't mean you're better than. But as a stepmom, you have to find ways to shift your perspective and think about things differently so that you can come from a place of gratitude. Because as a stepmom, so often you're pouring into your husband and your kids. And if you have bio kids, you're balancing that as well, trying to make sure that you're nurturing your bio kids and connecting with your stepkids and building a life with your husband and solving conflict situations with his ex. And it can be a lot. And then, of course, if you have anything that's unresolved from his divorce, do you go back to court? Do you ask for more? What do you do? Um, and, of course, all you know, it, everyone's situation is just drastically different. Um, but you, here's one thing that I have done, and I'll end this podcast with this. Every time that I get so angry at bio mom, just she treats my husband like shit, or she throws a fit about something stupid, like how we pay child support. Like we were going to send a check, like have our bank write it every single time it was due and literally had a meltdown in tears over this. Like legit, ridiculous. Um, so these little situations that come up where you're like, Oh my God, I, I do not understand this. Um, and you just get so frustrated or the kids make little comments. I mean, there's so many things and they pile up and pile up and pile up and pile up. And you just, I feel like a ball of knots inside. I feel like I could just explode at any point some days. And what diffuses me is being like, I'm so thankful that she is the way she is. I'm so thankful that she does not have emotional skills. I'm so thankful that she is the person that she is because if she wasn't, I never would have married my husband. My husband never would have divorced her. My husband would have never had this beautiful life with me. And all I can say is I'm so thankful. And that brings me to a place of putting her in the box where she belongs and still being able to love my husband's children and the siblings of my children. That's just so very important um, to be able to find something to grasp onto. In the very beginning of our relationship, I thought maybe there could be a friendship there as far as like 
cordial co-parenting. I I knew better than to like be buddy buddy. Like, is you know, you want to go to dinner? You want to go to lunch? You want to talk? You want to you know? I mean, I knew better than to do all of that. But I still tried. I've invited her into my home several times. Hell, so they she and her new husband came to, we had the kids for Christmas morning this past year for the first time. And it, I'm sorry, for the first time with all four of our children. And we invited them over for breakfast, for Christmas breakfast. And I look back and think that was so absorbed by them and so selfishly taken And nothing has ever been offered from the other side. Never one time have they ever invited us to their house, invited us to dinner. Um, The only time that an olive branch has ever been extended has been breakfast with my daughter Julia and I and her mom. So she asked if we would do breakfast one morning. Um, and I say breakfast, it was actually coffee, I think. But anyway, and that was totally no big deal. I would still do that to this day. The point that I'm making is things shift and things change. And sometimes it's really hard to separate these crazy waves of emotion. So you've got to find a way to put that in a box and put it away and grow your family and love and cherish what you have. Um, if you all have any questions, any specific questions or anything, you can always find me on Facebook, Stephanie Hoffer. Um, go ahead and send me a message. Let me know where you found me at so I can add you there. I'm very active on Instagram as well. Stephanie Hoffer. Um, I'll look forward to speaking with you, answering any questions you have, and just going through this crazy journey of motherhood, stepmomhood together. My handle on Instagram is Hoffer Wife. That's H-O-F-F-E-R-W-I-F-E. So I'll look forward to connecting with all of you and I hope you have a wonderful day.